When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're cool for the summer. No beef. Beavers off to the airport uh, to head across to France later this evening. But we've got producer Brad in the house. We're about to cross to Australia as well. Uh, we know that the Black Caps mm-hmm. are absolutely flying in this tournament, Brad. And we're not ashamed to say it either. No. We're not ashamed to say it. Not- what about those Aussies? How are they going? Uh, yeah, well, as Daryl Mitchell alluded to, Black Caps in a position now with two relatively winnable games against Afghanistan and Bangladesh. Well, games they should win coming up to be four and zero start the tournament. But our friends across the ditch, uh, I think there's a few issues there. Kirst, they've got a fantastic uh, front three, front front three opening the bowling uh, in Cummins, Stark, and Hazelwood. But there are there are bigger issues there. I just don't think they're a particularly well balanced team. Kirst, they need more. More spin bowlers. They've got the greatest off spinner in the history of the game sitting at home playing club cricket. He needs to be over there with them. He'd walk into the black cap side, Nathan Lyon. Walk into it. Your prediction for the final four of this tournament? I know it's very cool. early on, but black caps plus who? Uh, I'd say. Or the other three that join them. Australia, in, not in the mix. India's a lock. Uh, I think Pakistan are very, very good. South Africa have looked very good. Massive game against Australia coming up in a couple of days' time. Uh, and, yeah, one of New Zealand or England as the fourth team. And, and potentially Australia. Look, Ooh, let's let's not write them off. But as I out. said, they've got the greatest off-spinner of all time sitting at home uh, playing uh, domestic cricket. He should be over there with, with the team uh, taking wickets as he does in India for fun. Well, said, well uh, let's, let's cross <laughs> the ditch and, and see what our friends uh, across the way think. Boys, are you there? We are there, we are loud, we are ready to go, and we are absolutely offended by you not having us in your top four, Kirsty. <laughs> well, look, you haven't made the Rugby World Cup playoffs. You don't want to do the same at the cricket, do you? Well, in the rugby, we were actually uh, ranked 10th in the world, and we just missed out by uh, a matter of points. So we probably ran ninth at the World Cup, so in our opinion, we overachieved. <laughs> 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 it's, fair, it's a fair point. Well, you'd hope so when you've got a home World Cup coming up in four years' time. Correct, correct. Now, listen, you guys have got uh, a major task. The way it's played out, it's quite remarkable that the top four in the world rankings are going to square off in the quarterfinal, which means at least two of the top four will not make the semifinals, which therefore you'd argue that they've underachieved more so than the Wallabies, uh, which could be New Zealand. <laughs> How are you placed for this? Underachieving is the word of the day. Um, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, isn't it? Let's talk about this draw. There is going to be no interest in the semifinals when your best two teams have gone out a week earlier. This should be the semifinals. It's come a week too early. So first and foremost, absolutely ridiculous. I'm definitely a little nervous about Ireland just after what we've seen over the last couple of years. The confidence the Irish have here and their travelling fans as well. They, honestly, these stadiums are 90,000 capacity and it feels like there's 200,000 people 
packed Ooh. into them. Like it is just a sea of green at every single game that you go to. And I don't know if you've seen like the viral song, the Cranberry Zombie oh, so has good. been playing after every win that Ireland get at the World Cup. And it's it's unbelievable. It's like the band's playing for you live acoustically at these stadiums. They drop the music and everyone is singing along to every lyric mm. after the game. The teams are on the field singing the lyrics as well. Like that's been brilliant. But of course the All Blacks are going to win this weekend. Hey. It's not oh. even a question. We're making it through to the final. Wow. That's the first Sorry, time. I took the long ride to get there. Yeah, that's the first time that I've heard a Kiwi actually say that they're going to win it. Because we had Ian Smith on uh, recently talking about the Cricket World yep. Cup. He talked down the Kiwis' mm. opportunities. We were just wondering whether there's a group email that goes out in NZ and just yeah. says, look, just, just talk us down. We are no yep. chance of the Aussie. Are you a chance of winning the Aussie? Uh, sorry, the World Cup cricket. Are you a chance of winning that? Oh, definitely. We just had Daryl Mitchell uh, joining us on the show in the last half an hour. He was talking to us about everything from uh, the PlayStation group uh, that's going on at the Black Caps, the heat (laughs) in India. Plus 40 degrees at the moment is what they're currently training in. And a very good feeling amongst that group, right, Brad? And rightly so. Yeah, we've got a certain certain Kay Williamson to return from injury potentially on Friday, guys, against Bangladesh. And Tim Southey hasn't had a game yet either. So, look, uh, while we're not overconfident, uh, we've got we're two from two, and I reckon what guys six wins might get you into a semi final. So, you know, four from our last uh, six games, we could be there. Uh, this young Ratchin, who Ooh. is just uh, setting the world apart, yeah. he's such a handsome young man. <laughs> he's a good looking dude. Oh, very good looking. Bowls left arm and just hits him a long lot. Where has okay, he been hey, hiding? Hang Google. On. Yeah, Google Ratchin. that sugar. Oh. He's, yeah, he'll uh, he'll make you blush. Yeah. Um, Pop, yeah. Popular with the ladies, guys. He's been in Wellington, uh, playing in Wellington. He's he's uh, opened the batting with Devin Conway in domestic uh, one-day cricket uh, in our domestic competition, and he's played a couple of test matches. Hasn't gone so well for him. He's been floating around in the T20 stuff with the Black Caps, but he's been given an opportunity because of the injury to Kane Williamson, and he's making every post a winner. I think batting with Devin Conway is something he's very comfortable with. And, you know, I, by all accounts, lads, he's become a bit of a superstar. Both him and East Sodi uh, have, are both superstars over there at the moment. So, look, obviously being Indian-born. So he, he's great. And uh, the question is now, the problem that the Black Caps have is what does uh, our coach Gary Stead do when Kane returns? Do you drop Will Young or do you drop Ration Ravindra? And Will Young got runs the other day, but I think you've got to keep Ration in that team with his uh, batting and bowling ability. I'll tell you what I'm going to do because – Australians, I, th- I think that we actually embrace New Zealand. We, we don't see them as a, an enemy. We see them more so as an, an ally and a trusted friend. Sure. And I, I'm going to, I'm being serious, I, <laughs> I like to cheer on the Kiwis. I, I'm going to have a little nibble on All Blacks to win the World Cup. Get in. All up. The Black Caps to win the World Cup. Oh. All up. This is the one I'm confident. How I much? hate to admit this is an Australian. I think the Kiwis can win the Pacific Championships in the Rugby League and yeah. beat Australia. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Nelson Asofa, Solomona, Tarpany, Fisher-Harris, Leota. Great they pack. Could, you could actually get the triple. Absolutely. Where does Joey Manu play? Like, like, do you, do you play him at, at fullback or, or potentially at – I think we're just a little – I know we've got great halves in Dylan and, and Jerome, but I don't know. I just – where do you fit Joey Manu? In the, he fits in the team, but where do you play him? Okay, here we go. So I've been waxing lyrically on this program – about the fact that I don't understand why, if you've got two gun fullbacks, it's the most taxing position on the field 
that you need to have the player play 80 minutes. Meanwhile, the other fullback spends their time in the centres. So in the event where you've got two gun fullbacks, mm. which hello, which is what New Zealand have in Joey Manu and Charles Nickel Clookstar, I would just share the role. I, mm. I would have a hybrid model where Chance gets a little bit of time at fullback, Joey Manu. People talk about the great West Indies side from back in the day, bowling attack. They were so hard to handle because you couldn't get mm. comfortable with the bowler. Mm. They, they were different shape sizes. It was a different game coming at the whole time. And I understand that it's a chance, it's a live chance, that the hybrid fullback may be coming into play via the New Zealand side, Manu and Clockstar. There you go. I just worry, Joel, that we have a great 13-14. I'm wondering with the injuries and, and a few people unavailable, if our 17 will be as strong as the Kangaroos. That That's the worry for me in terms of these young players that, that Madge is going to have to pull off the bench. I also reckon too, Billy, I reckon there's a, a bit of a halo effect from the Waz. Up the Waz. That might sort of just um, cross-pollinate onto the... Sprinkle onto the Kiwis. Your cross-pollination today has been fantastic. You compared the the Pacific Nations New Zealand team to the 1980s West Indies bowling attack. Thank you very much. Draw a longer bow than that. Correct. Oh, could you just imagine Courtney Walsh playing after? Gee whiz. He'd he'd go around like, hey, Sog, what do you think about Nathan Lyons? Do you think the balance of this Australian team is a little, like, off? Uh, Great, great. Kazelwood, Stark and Cummins couldn't get three better at the top than those three, but it just felt the other night they were missing something in the middle overs. That Aussie team is off like a two-week-old bottle of milk. Lumpy, yeah. shocking. That, that, the team balance is horrendous. Yeah. They've got one spinner. Hello, read the mail. New Zealand, uh, India have three yeah. front-line spinners yeah. in India. And look at the left armers. I mean, look at Sant. Now, you guys have got two, and I yeah. think that's the most important piece of the puzzle. A good finger spinner, or at least a front-line one. Yes, Nathan Lyon, tick. Uh, Matthew Kuhneman's had success, uh, but Australia have got this obsession with playing all-round cricketers, guys who can bat and bowl. But I think in India, I mean, at least in your 15-man squad, you need, you know, two spinners at the very least. And we've got a leggy, and we've seen with the Jew, it's quite hard to grip the ball. Um, and, you know, it's no surprise to me to see New Zealand do well. Um, it's no surprise that I think India will do well. They played three frontline spinners. You know, these guys have got it right. And I think Australia are going to struggle. So the question mark is, do we get Nathan Lyon over if Stoinis is injured, if Travis Head doesn't shape up? I think the short answer is yes. It's not too late, but we do need an injury to get a player over there. Um, but, you know, I couldn't get it, couldn't get them over there quick enough. But, Socky, something I'd like to share with you, because I was thinking the same thing about the fast bowlers. Yes, they on paper, terrific players. But with the humidity and the Jew over there, what happens is if the fast bowlers come charging and the batsmen get in it, the Jew in the outfield skates by. <laughs> Did you know that, Sock? <laughs> so, guys, we've, uh, we're trying to uh, educate Sugar over here. So yeah. it's not it's not 36 not out, it's 36 red. Yeah. You know, it's not Steve Smith, it's SPD oh, Smith. Please. So we're all about middle. And now he's trying to <laughs> oh. tell me about skidding on the Jew Kirsty, and the ball, do you, sliding do on. Do you guys, James Smith here, oh, sorry, JFC What are you guys Smith, talking about? James Francis Twitchler Smith. <laughs> he's got this propensity to have to, when he talks cricket players, announce the middle name like anyone gives a rats. Do you do that in New Zealand? Like the only yeah, no the only time that. you reference no middle names that. is when somebody's in the, you're in the court. court of law. Yeah, or yeah. you're in trouble with mum. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. Bloody cricket. That's the <laughs> only time you ever hear something like that. Yes. Hey, hey, question for you guys, because we've got a little bit of an incriminating uh, business going on here in New Zealand. We've had this drama today. 
And mm. I'm sure you've had it in Australia, maybe in a couple of teams you two have been involved with. But the All Blacks have a leak among their ranks. Everyone's trying to figure out who it is. Uh, whether it's in the playing group, whether it's in the management group, but every single team that they've named at this World Cup and actually beyond, before that as well has been leaked to the papers two days earlier. The entire team's been leaked for the quarterfinals uh, yeah. earlier today when it's not supposed to be named for another 36 hours or so. How do you find the rat? How do you find the mole? How many do you name in uh, rugby teams? 23. Okay, so it'd be someone ranked uh, 23 and onwards, yeah. I imagine, who's not happy with the hey, selections. I, I tell you what, I'm, ta- I'm taking the All Blacks out of the multi. You can't win with loose lips and <laughs> chips. <laughs> no, nah, I'm out of that one. Um, that's the guys, triple. We're taking the triple crown. Yep. Yeah, oh, I think you could, but that's got me really worried. Uh, anyway, good on you guys. Great to chat. Bye, guys. Goodbye, team. Great question, Chris. is Joel and Steve O'Keefe joining us from across the ditch. Brad, very enjoyable uh, across the ditch this week. Uh, we covered a little bit of everything. And they didn't even take the piss out of beef. What do you think about uh, the playmaker, the hybrid fullback? I actually really like that, Kirst. Uh, that is genius. Maybe we might uh, put that. I'll try and, we'll try and get Madge on next week or, or someone, some of the brains trust in the Kiwis team. I think it's a great idea because Shans and Joey are two of the best players in the NRL. Let's get them both on the side. Dylan Brown. Jerome Hughes in the halves. Joel's right. That's the making of a great team. But as I said, Chris, I reckon they're a little short on the bench. Mm. Uh, really good chat with those boys. Uh, speaking of leaks, the All Blacks team will officially be named at 6 p.m. here uh, tomorrow night. Which What time is that for you guys over there? Is that 6 a.m. Friday for you? Five? Or seven. 5 a.m. Yeah. 5 a.m. on Friday morning. So you've still got a day and a half to go before you know the team, even though you already know it. Yeah. Beef will be in Paris by the time the official team's released. Are you on tomorrow, Chris? Uh, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> well, Steve Devine is, so I know that much. Stevie D in the chair tomorrow. Okay. With, with someone else. Okay, well, I uh, might, see you guys, might see you guys tomorrow. Um, have a wonderful evening. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you soon.